0: One, two, three, one. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. One, two, 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12. Hey guys, how are you? Uh, I think we're live. I'm gonna call it. Haha! Happy what the hell? Everything day on a weed this day, Wednesday, Weed's day. No weed day workouts today. Uh, I don't need this. I don't need this. And I think, I think, let me uh, knock on wood that I think I'm over this fucking head cold that was just brutal from three days of brutal. <laughs> <laughs> really, a head cold was three days of brutal? God dang it, it felt like it, man. It felt like just a, just a face full of cement, just right here. And I'm just like, man. Because you know when you get it like that, when it's not draining, and it's just stuffy, and it's just like, wow, I, I, I can blow my nose all day long, and nothing's coming out. And you're just like, man, if somebody, <sighs> I'm joking when I say this, Uh, But if somebody were to hit me in the face with a bat right now, I'd be happy. Just like Nika. Just pow, right there. Just put me, just fucking lights out. Uh, But I think I'm over it. I'm going back to work tonight. Uh, I missed trivia last night, which was a bummer. Because I actually really enjoy doing trivia. It's really, really fun. Uh, Brand new... Uh, To Patreon for the What the Hell Everything podcast Exclusive to Patreon for the first time From here on out Unless there is like this Friday uh, A special occasion Where I'll go live on Facebook Because uh, Kevin Friend of the show now Kevin who is also Not only is he a friend of the show He is also a client (laughs) Uh, He's going to be in the smithole today Or Friday with me uh, For a Detroit Tigers opening day watch party And that's just going to be fun. We're just going to sit here and watch uh, baseball and talk Tigers. And honestly, I am so just behind the curve. I haven't followed baseball nearly as much as I have in the past, and I almost literally don't know anybody on that team. I know some people. I know a few players. Obviously, Miggy. Obviously, I know that A.J. Hinch is the manager. Keel Badu is my new favorite young player. I know fucking Torkelson made the uh, the big club. I know they just got Austin Meadows from Tampa Bay. So I know, like, I know some things. But I just haven't followed it in, like, forever. So uh, I'm really, really stoked because, you know, you miss baseball for a couple years, you know. Get really excited about baseball this year. I'm like, I need to get back into it, man. It is one of my absolute passions. I haven't fully watched the whole Ken Burns baseball I mean I have before but not this year like every year is, is kind of like a tradition to just gear up for baseball season you gotta get all the baseball movies in and I haven't watched shit I haven't watched Field of Dreams I haven't watched uh, for love the game and yeah, I need to get one of those in <laughs> uh, before Friday so uh, that's happening Friday and again that's so the special occasions are going to be on Facebook uh, or YouTube, depends. Uh, but uh, primarily, these What the Hell Everything podcasts exclusively on Patreon. And I just finally got this OBS system up and running that I haven't been able to get before. And I finally thanks a million to uh, good friend, Adam, IT Adam. Oh, that's what I'm calling him. I came and hooked some stuff up and just some stuff that a prior previous IT guy who just spent fucking a whole day trying to figure out. He's like, oh, what's going on? And then Adam came and just went, oh, there. (laughs) That's what what that deal is. Uh, So now I can go live with OBS, which allows me to do like the video uh, intros and the video outros and all sorts of stuff. I can have commercials (laughs) and things. It's pretty fucking cool. I feel like I'm fancy now, you know. I was really bummed that I didn't didn't, uh, get trivia, post-trivia, last night. That's like my baby. I love doing that shit, and uh, thanks a million to December for covering me last night and the last couple nights when I was sick, because as much as I do like to uh, take a few days off every once in a while, my uh, bank account says, you know what you should be doing is working. (laughs) But what did I tell December yesterday? I go... You know what? She's like, you don't, you probably, if you're sick, stay in. And I'm like, in complete uh, agreement with that. Because like the bar is the last place you need to be when you're all snotty and yucky. And uh, uh, I can't even remember my fucking point (laughs) now. The point of the story is, is just stay home. December was like, oh, are you you going to stay home again? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, so she covered for me, so that was cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back at it tonight again. The, uh, oh, that's what the whole point of that was, is that I was going to say, well, I can stay home because it'll just give me an excuse to stay home and, uh, record reaction videos. (laughs) Or though, knocked out yesterday. That was fun. Including... This is probably my favorite thing with doing these newfangled reaction videos. Uh, just f- discovering shit that I've never heard about that has been around forever. Thanks a lot, radio. <laughs> and uh, finally, discovering some stuff that's been, again, for, been around forever. And I'm just like, oh, this is some of the best shit I've heard in forever. It's it, like this Japanese band. Ninjin Isu. I'm positive I'm saying that uh, incorrectly. But I'm like, this is awesome. It is just so cool and groovy and heavy and fucking bassy and gnarly and interesting. And I'm like, man, is it because it's in Japan? Obviously, it's because it's in Japan that nobody knows about it here. Like my friend Craig uh from the band UKR I actually said hey you should listen to this band Ninjin Isu and I said I'll do a fucking reaction video to it and, but but not a lot of people know about it and is it just like because it's japanese does it just not get the time of day i mean it's probably the case right now this particular band's been around for like i would say 20 to 30 years they're in their 50s they've been around forever And I'm just like, in 30 fucking years, they couldn't have had like one or two songs that somebody said, oh, this band is from Japan is fucking awesome. You know, not 30 years later. Thanks, Craig. I mean, it's better late than never, but uh, that's awesome. And another thing I did yesterday on top of recorded reaction videos, uh, who did I see post about? Is it First Contact Day, April 5th? I'm pretty sure that's First Contact Day. I'm going to Google that shit right now. Uh, because I just said I w- was just in an agreement. Somebody said, "Oh, it's first contact day." I just said, "I guess I'm going to watch Star Trek: First Contact for the first uh, for the 122nd time. First contact day, uh, April 5th. There you go. I was watching it last night, and I never really paid attention to the year that that happens. If you've never watched Star Trek: First Contact, spoiler alert: the Borg go back in time to uh, disrupt." Uh, humankind's first contact with aliens, uh, the Vulcans, so to speak, specifically in this case. And that was what? April 5th, 2065. I made a point to catch the year. And even though I've watched it a billion times, about 122, probably not as many as that. I like to exaggerate. But uh, I said, man... And in the in the uh, movie, they say that it's about roughly ten years after the Third World War, and I'm like, we're right on pace. <laughs> <laughs> we're right on pace because once they after the Third World War, then people kind of get their shit together, maybe, you know, and then just start worrying about trying to ways to to better ourselves rather than fight all the fucking time, you know, focus on our similarities rather than our differences. And I'm like, man, we're right on pace, you know, What 25 years away, 15. I mean, fuck, who knows? I mean, maybe Gene Roddenberry was a uh, a soothsayer, you know, or he's a time traveler or some shit. But I was thinking about this. It's like there's, there's probably more than two main days to celebrate, like, Star Trek and Star Wars. But these are the two that I know about. First of all, First Contact Day, April 5th. For Star Trek. Uh, And then uh, May the 4th for Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. And like at uh, Fresh Coast, we're going to have like a May the 4th day. We're going to have a few Star Wars themed beers. We're going to have Star Wars trivia that previous Tuesday night. And I'm like, well, wait a second. Which one is more important? Why isn't First Contact Day celebrated more often? Especially when it's like the future you know, Star Star Wars is just a fucking space fantasy. You know, Star Trek is uh, kind of the future. I mean, that's not true. I know better than that. But uh, which one's more important? First Contact Day or May the 4th? First Contact Day doesn't get nearly enough fucking love. Why isn't Star Trek? Uh, <sighs> Star Trek is the real nerd shit. You know, maybe it's not as sexy as Star Wars. Star Trek's the real nerd shit. And I wonder why. I wonder if it's just too nerdy. (laughs) I mean, I love Star Trek. For Next Generation specifically, there was a moment in time where I almost really went down that nerd Star Trek rabbit hole. Like, I stopped short of, like, learning uh, Klingon or, like, action figures. But there was a moment in time I was reading, like, the companion, the the, uh, compendium books with... The uh, uh, the season companions for like season four, five, and six, I want to say I had. And then I was reading uh, fan fiction. I know that. And then I went in the army, thankfully. <laughs> what do you mean thankfully? Like it would have been bad if you started learning fucking Klingon? Well, not necessarily. You know, it's just not what I wanted with my life. <laughs> but uh, which one's more important? I think we need to start making a bigger deal about first contact day. That is my mission in life in the next 4ish years. You know, April 5th. April 5th is the uh should be bigger than May the 4th. And it'll probably never be that, but I'm just going to do it cuz I like to be a dick and uh <laughs> I like to uh make my friends make fun of me because they don't understand Star Trek. I was uh Talking to my nephew, and he said what I had already uh, uh, thought. He's like, man, it's really tough to listen to the Foo Fighters now that Taylor Hawkins has died. And there is that period where that first that day that I learned of Taylor Hawkins, which was the day after he passed, the night before. I went on a fucking 90-minute Scorcher run on the elliptical, a wee day workout run, and uh, threw on Foo Fighters and was fucking uh, max heart rate. And even that was tough because I was, was, like, I was crying on the fucking elliptical a little bit, you know? But I haven't listened to Foo Fighters since. That's a lie. I listened to it that night at, uh, I put on all Foo Fighters on, uh, at Fresh Coast, uh, Because, of course. But I haven't listened to it since then. And I'm just like, man, it's tough to listen to. You also really realize how big and popular your favorite band is when one of the band members dies. Because, like, not... I knew the Foo Fighters were huge, obviously. You know, they're some fucking asshole on some fucking social media post referred to them as the token rock band because they won grammys the pre-show they still the rock category is still not even good enough to make the regular fucking award ceremony okay they did it on the pre-show now while that comment may have been an asshole thing to say absolutely there's something to it about the foo fighters are kind of just the only rock band that like mainstream media uh <sighs> accepts like the Grammys or MTV or you name it. Uh, not the only one, but definitely the biggest one and the one that's been around the longest, you know. Um. So, again, you never really realize how big your favorite band is until one of the members dies. Again, I knew they were big. I knew they were huge. But just to see everybody just being like... How much they love Taylor Hawkins and how much they love the Foo Fighters. Because I, I've been on board with that fucking band since they came out in 1995. I still remember to this day, and I've said this before, if you've heard this story, I apologize. But I still remember to this day, in the radio, working with my dad downstate, and on the radio, the riff or Z-Rock, I can't remember which at this point, said, hey, coming up, the new song from the new band from... The drummer of the Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl, and in my, I just go, oh, this is going to fucking suck. And then a few minutes later when it came on, I said, oh, I'm an asshole because it was I'll Stick Around. And since then, I went out and bought that fucking CD and have had it ever since and have been on board with the Foo Fighters ever since. And I think it was right around the time of the when The Pretender came out Then I'm like, man, this fucking band is one of my favorite bands. I can't even believe how much I love this band. I didn't even realize it until about then. I'm like, God, man, one of my favorite bands. And ever since then, they just became more and more loved in my heart. But they were always still just my band. Like you don't realize how big your favorite band is. Like I know Metallica's huge, and I'm a huge Metallica fan. But they're still just your band. There's an underground thing, especially with like rock and metal, where you're like, it's just your thing, you know. You 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 hold on to it. And uh, it's just your thing. And it's not a mainstream band. It's not a popular band. They're your band. And when anybody disses your fucking band, mostly because they're popular, they're like, hey, fuck you. (laughs) You know? Um, But just to see it, just how big your band is. Uh, And again, I touched on this before. It's just like wondering what's going to happen, you know? I don't want to get into that, but, uh, I already speculated enough, but, um, yeah. Yeah. You never realize, uh, switching gears now because there's no good way to segue from one end of the other on this. Uh, this is from the mirror in the UK and I thought this was fucking hilarious. And an example of one of those stories where, uh, you, 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 had this one coming. You deserve to get duped on this one because a love-struck man fell for Esther, who he met online before being fleeced of one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, actually euros. Uh, this dickhead, John Rusakis fell head over heels for a stunning brunette online, and if you looked at him, you'd be like, "Really? Is she? Is she really going out with him?" He met Esther online on a dating site and they enjoyed daily chats for 12 months. But he said the picture he sent or that he was sent is a fake. Her cries of help and wild tales of being jailed for smuggling gold were a total claptrap. <laughs> the wording they use in these stories is fucking hilarious. Look, like you don't even need to read the rest of the story. All right, as soon as you said uh, this smoking hot brunette named Esther, yeah, that seems real, too. (laughs) And then wait, oh, she was in jail for smuggling gold, and she needs how much? How much? $160,000? You're like, dude, you deserve it. You deserve every amount of fucking misery you get in that case because you got to learn one way or the other. Now, if he did it again and fell for it again, then you would deserve it. Again, (laughs) that is funny. And I just like to uh, make fun of that guy because it makes me laugh. Uh, Next up, not a lot on the podcast today. It's a quickie. I was more worried about figuring out how to use OBS than prepping, actually. Uh, This is fantastic. And I've heard this before that people have done this, and I've heard it works. Now, I went sober for uh, March, which was dumb. Uh, And then I went uh, sober. No, it was February. Excuse me. Uh, And then sober for October, which I'm switching to September because sober in October is dumb. Plus, it's a shorter month. But if I just did this, this could work. I've heard of people doing this before where some dude gave up food for Lent. Now, not the Lent part because uh, I'm not going to do anything that Jesus tells me to do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh he gave up all food and went all beer for lent now I could do that for September you know or february he says look he pro- he, he uh, uh lost twenty five pounds however long lent is uh he's like look if I wanted uh this is kind of healthy actually there's all all the nutrients you need are in beer he's like when uh when uh i Wanted something sweet, I drank a milk stout or pastry stout. If I want something fruity, I'll drink something with raspberries in it. (laughs) And he actually used his all-beer diet to give back to by raising money for the Ken Anderson Alliance, a nonprofit that provides opportunities for adults with disabilities. Uh, So he's raising money. That part I don't necessarily care about. Not that I'm opposed to charity, but uh, those were details I didn't need to get into. But uh, there you go, man. More people need to be into that. That's the way to go. All beer for September. I think that's what I'm gearing up for. You know, I already work in a brewery. You know, I got that part covered. (laughs) Uh, This is the next hilarious thing. But do I want to get to spot? Yes, let me talk about my fantastic sponsors, first of all, before I move on. Uh, First and foremost, Fat Chicks Barbecue in the bustling metropolis of Atlanta, Michigan. Destination Barbecue, their food lineup for today, if you are uh, uh, checking this podcast out after the date of recording, which is April 6th. They might not have these exact things on the menu, but uh, these are the kinds of things that you can expect from Fat Chicks Barbecue. And they know how to do flavor for sure. Pulled pork, pastrami, burnt ends, fried chicken sandwiches, uh, large pizzas on, and then loaded tots, and not to mention the loaded waffle fries that they threw on and uh, showed off on the Smith Hole Slipper Club the other day on Facebook. But uh, they know how to do flavor, man. They are doing it right and uh, uh, really just gearing up for the summer. So you're looking for somewhere uh, that you've never been before with some of the best food you've never had before. and. Places that you've never heard of before, hit up Fat Chicks Barbecue in Atlanta, Michigan. And then, uh, newest sponsor to the What the Hell Everything podcast, the M22 in Sutton's Bay, just north of Sutton's Bay, excuse me, just south of Sutton's Bay, just north of Traverse City. The historically gorgeous drive along M22, which goes from, I don't know, it's, 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 you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's, A gorgeous drive and a great place to stay with a fantastic view of West Bay in Traverse City, West Grand Traverse Bay, and that is M22 in Sutton's Bay. I'll be staying there very soon and give you a uh, Smitty's Eye view of what that place is like. So thanks again to M22 in Sutton's Bay. But, uh, yeah, this story, I... I've never been to Yellowstone, even though I have driven by it. <laughs> well, I meant to go there, and then I got screwed up on my directions, so I skirted the outside of it. This is sort of head-scratchy and sort of funny and kind of awesome, maybe. Now, first of all, the concept was created by the Havas Chicago Advertising Agency, which, I mean, come on, it just <laughs> screams fucking corporate. But... For a fifteen hundred dollar donation, you'll get what is called an inheritance pass, which uh, is a lifetime pass to Yellowstone National Park, and it's for their one hundred fiftieth year celebration. But here's the thing: that fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> which uh, it goes to a good good cause, sure. Uh, you don't get entry. To Yellowstone until 2172, 150 years from now. now it's, again, this uh, advertising agency, agency uh, says, look, it's our way of celebrating 150 years of Yellowstone National Park and to help preserve the park for the next 150 years. So you give it down to, it's an inheritance pass, so you give it to your grandkids, they give it to their grandkids, and then sometime in 150 years from now, some fucking buddy can enjoy Yellowstone National Park, hopefully if it's still around and not a fucking desert or not a uh, super volcano wasteland, which is kind of what I'm hoping for. Uh, so there you go. It's a lifetime pass to Yellowstone National Park. It's not good for another 150 years, but hey, uh, you know, whatever works. And Like I said, it is a quick one today. I have to get in and out and uh, uh, on to other things today. But uh, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. First Patreon exclusive. What the hell, everything. And uh, what else do I got coming up? More reaction videos. Be Make sure you're checking out the YouTube page. Uh, I will have that Black Sabbath, Master of Reality, Smith's Favorite Things, a Documentary and Retrospective. That is out 420 uh, exclusively on Patreon as well. And, of course, Rock and Roll Roundtable podcast. More of those coming all on the horizon. That is it, guys. Have a good one. Thank you Don't so much. long, sucker. Good night, everybody. I am so, so sorry for everything that has happened. Neat, 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 neat. Bye-bye. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. Yeah. Buy the bar and get your face done. Huh? Get me paid, bitch. Sit, boo, boo, sit. Good dog. I love y'all very much. Peace out. Good night, ladies. Good night, sir. What the hell? Everything!